In the lead-up to Christmas, it's all about the M. Rossiano Radio Show with Harley Broin. You'll be able to get up with your normal breakfast show when it returns January 2017. Let's get ready to catch up, all thanks to Prezi Digital Gift Cards. Now, Prezi lets you buy gift cards from major retailers. You can send them instantly or send them whenever you choose. Just buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au and you could win a $250 gift card. LTPM 1601117. It's the radio show devoted to moments like this. Your fianced, no, your... Not fianced. Sorry, I've just proposed to you, girl. That's all right. (laughs) Hosted by the woman who isn't afraid to admit to this. You know my fake age. (laughs) And she will be 28 until the day she dies. (laughs) She had a hard life. Yes, she did. And the guy who isn't afraid to admit this. As soon as I get in, I've got to do poos to a hotel room. Like, I don't know why. It's like Pavlov's dog. I get in and I'm like, poo time. What are you, marking your territory? Yeah, I christen the hotel room. That's the first thing. Please welcome another summer break. Edition of Good morning, Australia. People have been complaining, but my voice is annoying. How's this? How's this? How's this? How are you going with my voice this morning? Tell me their names. I'll go and sort them out. Two oh, men. <laughs> you guys, we are well and truly a national show this morning. I'm coming to you from Hit 105 in Brisbane. Where are you, Harley Breen? Today, FM in Sydney. Uh, Where are you, Ben? I'm at Fox in Melbourne. Yay! Yay. We need people hanging out in uh, Adelaide and Perth for us as well. <laughs> well, they just knew that in general. Hey, the Adelaide. circle of life. <laughs> okay, don't. We're on in those states, Harley. Don't start with that gear. Uh, It's going to be a big show. I've had four hours sleep, so anything could happen. Be ready with that dump button, Ben Wosley. Uh, There's all things. We've got Dr. Carl coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, which I'm so excited about because that man has all the knowledge of all the world in his head. And I have so many questions. I've had them for years. I cannot (laughs) wait. They're mostly about poo. Yeah. And it is what? Record amount? I know we already mentioned it in the opener. And just to clarify, it's not Dr. Carl from Neighbours as I thought for three days. No. No. Different Dr. Carl. Dr. Carl Kruzineski. I'm glad you said that because I was stalling. I didn't know how to say it. Uh, But as always, it's Friday, so it's R&B Friday's bangers. No one else? No. No one else is excited? I'm pumped. I was watching you raise your You're watching me dance? Yeah. And I've picked the first song, and it's by Michael Jackson, The Way You Make Me Feel. Do some sassy walking. We'll be back straight after this. Thirteen ten sixty. I want to hear your worst building disaster. So if you've been renovating or you're a builder, I want to hear the worst thing that's yeah. ever happened because you will not be able to top what happened <laughs> to some poor bloke in Bankstown in Sydney. <sighs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> Not good. Look, I know it's bad for the people that are affected, but it's fun. It's look, it's it's a rough day at work. This one. Oh, so <laughs> I don't even know how to start. Um, there was there's a man who got home to find <clears throat> his house being demolished by mistake. Yes. So the crew from Daniel's Demolitions, big shout-out to Dan this morning, uh, there was a mix-up over the number on the letterboxes, and it wasn't the Daniel's fault. It was some sort of weird setting of the street, and they knocked over 
the wrong. <laughs> you really want to double check that. You know, you're like, is it this one? Yep. You, you're sure? Yeah. Can we call someone else? All right, it's this one. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one. But that's the thing. And we were saying off air, why didn't someone look in the window and go, oh, look, there's some toast on a plate from Brecky this yeah. morning. Yeah, they didn't take there's their cat. There's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I just think if the house is fully furnished, you're going to go, maybe, maybe we're not knocking yep. this one down. Yeah. But I just can't believe that this stuff would happen. I mean, you're a builder, Harley. Yeah, I like to build. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Self-taught, so (laughs) nothing's really that structural. I don't build in cyclone areas. That's that's important. (laughs) (laughs) So the chicken shed you illegally built was safe. Yeah, yeah, it's safe. It's safe in Melbourne. It would be no good in far north Queensland. (laughs) That's getting taken. I just, I just, I don't know where you would re. I don't know how you would start again. I don't understand how you come back from this because this isn't a. We'll just fix it up again. We'll just. Oh yeah. This is a whole. Well, you'd start again probably at the foundations. You'd have to start with those guys. (laughs) (laughs) Build it all again. <laughs> oh my God! Well, no one's called in, so no one can beat it. I've thrown oh, no. out the worst no, challenge in the world. Both on air, probably. <laughs> both my brothers are builders, and they have had rough days at work. They've never knocked down the wrong house. Um, but my older brother, <laughs> that did, is so wrong. <laughs> he did um, as he was trying to put part of the roof truss together. Did um, accidentally nail his thumb to the roof. Oh. So that's. Yeah, and how's this for the manliest guy in my life? He nailed he put a he put a nail through his thumb into the house and then he just went, ah, oh, and put his foot up against it and pulled the nail out <gasps> of the wall and then just pulled the nail out of his thumb and then went back to work. No, <laughs> go to the doctor's buddy. Go do that. He went <laughs> just finished his work day. <laughs> Just Look, I get a paper one. cut and go, I'm done writing for the day. I'm done. I'm lying down. <laughs> now, Amelia, yes. you opened your show last night in Disneyland. I did. And uh, you've managed to get up this morning to talk with us all again, which is which is a yeah. great sign that yeah. it went well. Did you yeah. have a great time? I did have a great time, thank you. I'm on at the Enmore Theatre in Sydney tonight. But and congratulations, by the way, on opening night is what you thank meant you. to say. I got through it. But the most exciting thing, Harley, and I don't know if you've been informed yet, is that um, I kind of made a little announcement on stage that I wasn't supposed to because I hadn't been 100% confirmed. But yeah. I have to clear my throat. It's so professional. <clears throat> um, yep. We got word. Oh, my gosh, Australia. Hang on to your knickers. <laughs> we got confirmation today that I will – I mean, Harley and I <laughs> will be interviewing yeah. – Oh, my God. John Peter Farnham. Oh, yeah. oh my God. And why and is some, that exciting? And some chick called Olivia Newton-John. I don't know. <laughs> Not as important. You are. I love how excited you are. And I'm still like, oh, yeah, another okay. thing I've got to do. Okay, no, but you are losing you. your mind. Let me explain it to you. In 1987, I went to a little concert called Whispering Jack, Jack, Jack. You're actually Jack, moving Jack, so Jack, quick Jack. at the moment. You just look like a blur on the screen. Like you're just vibrating. I attended the Whispering Jack concert at the Melbourne Sports Entertainment Centre as a nine-year-old, and I wanted him to take me as his child bride, so I dressed up in a very amazing, like, rah-rah skirt my mum made from a parachute tracksuit she used to wear to tennis training, and I had on a white T-shirt, and over the top I had a cardigan on. It was the Jenny Keys Koji cardigan with giant woolen sheep on the back, because nothing says, do me, John Farnham, like giant woolen sheep. And... 
and I just have worshipped. You don't understand the fe- blonde feathered mullet that he wears over the top of his ears because he's quite conscious. He only lets Jill, his wife, cut his Jill. I love Jillian, cut his hair, and he came on stage, Harley, and I just have vivid memories of him in his floor length, severe shouldered, dry as a bone, and like his high waisted Levi Five O ones, and he just came out on stage crotch first, and he had like just little little Cuban heel Rossi boots on, and he just launched into take the pressure down, and I started sobbing. And, and I all it worshipped. did was build the pressure in you. Oh. Was just- <laughs> and I have worshipped at the altar of John Peter Farnham ever since. I-, I got the, t- I just, Ben, you, you know. Are you going to be all right? I no. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to actually Farnham's ask questions. We're not even going to be in the same room. Just luck. I, I'm literally meeting my hero on Monday, and I'm just, I wanted everyone to know. A lot of people who listen, who've come to my stand up shows, know I've done in my book, there's a whole chapter on my love for John Peter Farnham. And, uh, you know, my biggest enemy in life is Lisa Edwards, his backing singer, who dared to leave him and try to have a solo career. Whatever, Lisa Edwards, where are you now? <laughs> Back behind John where you belong. So I just wanted to let everyone know that this is going to be happening next week. I'm look, Olivia might get a word in. I can't promise anything. <laughs> well, I but- feel like I really want to take a back seat in this because this is this is your hero <laughs> and I want to let you go. But I feel like on the day I'm gonna to have to run this yeah. because you're just like I'm blah, 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 I am, I'm gonna burst into tears, Holly. I'm yeah. so excited. So yep. look, I tried to get the station to play John Farnham's song. They absolutely refused because he did not release an R and B banger. Now you know Sorry. how I feel. <laughs> I don't play any of my music. <laughs> so that'll be next week, you guys. Just build up and just know if there's an explosion and there's glit- a cloud of glitter and like a wet spot on the seat, you'll understand why. If you want your Christmas gift to be a massive hit this year, give a Prezi digital gift card. So Prezi lets you buy e-gift cards from major retailers sent instantly or scheduled to send later, like on Christmas Day. Better yet, when you buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au, you could win one of 10 $250 gift cards. That's like an awesome early Christmas gift. LTPM 1601177. You see, M. Rossiano, I refuse to talk over the top of the music. I'll make sound effects. <laughs> I know that I will one. pant. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I'll pant. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for knowing that song. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well done. Heard it uh, this story had all <laughs> of us just, oh, God, poor lady. Jill Flockhart, 61 years of oh, age. Oh, Jill. Has been left heartbroken by the fact that her long-lost sister, who she'd lost contact with, came over to visit. Her name's Helen. She's 59. Yep. And then Helen went about stealing Jill's husband of 45 years, Carson. Oh, now, Jill has been interviewed. She is understandably heartbroken. And on 131060, yes. did your sibling steal the love of your life? Because, you know, she's just said, this is what she said, the cheats have swapped rings. They're <laughs> the planning cheats. on The cheats. <laughs> the cheats have swapped rings. They're planning on living together in Perth. They've both ruined my life. All I did was love my husband for 45 years. Aww. So now this poor woman, um, Carson and Helen, they've nicked off to Perth. They're living in Perth. They've left England. And Jill's just left to pick up the pieces of her life. That is gross. (laughs) It's just disgusting. So she hasn't seen her sister in like 20 years. They reunite and boom, husband stolen. 
Also, the maths doesn't add up in my head because she's 61 and she's been married for 45 years. That puts her at 16 when she got married. She didn't know what she was doing anyway. She married the wrong guy. <laughs> and it's just taken her 45 years to figure it out. And she should thank her sister for coming and freeing her of that burden. Um, didn't this happen in the Breen household? Uh, not exactly. It wasn't <laughs> the love of my life. <laughs> but my Carly old brother Carly told me I'm is... not supposed to bring this up, but I'm bringing it up. He... <laughs> yes, do tell. Let me just get my he cup is of tea. married to uh, mm-hmm. an ex-girlfriend of mine. But look, that sort of behaviour goes on a lot in the cult. You, there's not a lot. There's, there's... I think we've had three... Uh, girlfriends that uh, we dated at different times. Sorry, what? what? <laughs> no, hang on I, a minute. Oh, no, wait, it's even better. I dated uh, sisters and their cousin. Boom, drumpa, Ria. This is what Creole. happens when you grow up in a Methodist that cult. That is what happens because your whole social sphere is this tiny little pocket of yeah. high waist wearing pants people, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, well, what have I got?" So you just <laughs> you just move around the inner sanctum. Wow! So you you're that's okay. not a sex position. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And no, and by the way, we're all yeah. virgins, right? In those days, everyone's a virgin. So that's it's it's just you, you're hanging out with one person one yeah. day, and then you, you were a virgin until you were twenty two. Yeah, good it's on cute. me. Good on you. Uh, so what we're asking today on thirteen ten sixty and call through: Did your sibling steal the love of your life? We had so many calls already. <laughs> Hello, Zach. Hello. What happened, darling? Okay, so my sister was seeing this guy. Um, for probably about a year, and I'd seen, been seeing this guy for about three months. Mm. Um, and then my sister's like, hey, we're having a family barbecue. I want to introduce you guys to my boyfriend. And the guy that I'd been seeing for three months rocks up. <gasps> <gasps> that is so awesome. That is the, I don't know how we're going to top that. That's like the oh first call. Just, can we just dedicate the rest of the show to finding out yeah. how? What? What? Did, you, did either what? of you know that he was bisexual? Um, I thought he was gay. And oh, obviously. And she thought he was straight, so <laughs> I don't know. Wait, Zachy, hang on. Wait, wait. so I get family barbecue day. You've made the coleslaw. It's all happening, and he he arrives, and both of you go to walk up to him. Tell me about the exact moment you looked at each other and went, "No, that's my boyfriend." Um, I didn't say anything until about a week later, um, when he, him, and I went out for dinner, and I'm like, "Hey, what the, f- what the, what?" <laughs> Good save. Oh, that's all right. Oh wow, we've lost. But that that. <clears throat> Yeah, that, we had to uh, get rid of that. That's okay. <laughs> Understandably, he's very upset. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a story, WTF, though. WTF, exactly, Zach. <laughs> ben, before we had to dump that, did the story go to air? Uh, yeah, most of the story okay, went to air. Okay, great. Just Terrific. exclamation did not go to air. <laughs> right. <What>? Don't swear. <laughs> if we can get by two stand-up comics not swearing Australia, you yeah, can do yeah, it. come on. But, Zach, but that was he... an epic, like, <laughs> oh, wow. That's a movie. Like, that's a movie script. So that's what we're after this morning. I'm so proud our first dump and it wasn't our fault. Yay. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. did your siblings steal the love of your life? We'll take your calls next. We're talking about the story of Jill Flockhart, who's 61. She had her husband, Carson, of 45 years, stolen by her. Tart of a sister, Helen. Oh. Stolen. What a, what a trollop. What a trollop. Oh. What? 
You know, she invited her over, long lost, haven't seen each other in years and years, and then what does she go and do? Steals the love of her life. For good reason, I'd say. And Jill says, Jill says, the cheats have swapped rings and they're planning on living together in Perth. These bloody cheats. So we did ask on 131060, did your siblings steal the love of your life? Now, we did have a call who shared a boyfriend with his sister and they found out at a family barbecue. Hectic. Hectic. (laughs) Erin, hello. Hi, guys. How are we? What happened, babes? Well, basically, my cousin stole my partner of two and a half years. <gasps> How long ago, Aaron? Uh, it happened maybe a year ago, uh, a bit more, mm. year and a half. How did Wounds you find are still out? still tender. Mm. Well, basically, they were both out of work for the last month of our relationship, mm. and they started hanging out together. And I figured, well, it's my cousin and my missus. So I trusted them both, and yes. well, yeah, that, that week after that, she broke up with me, and she was with him. Those da- dirty dogs. And do they yes. turn up? Do they turn up to family functions together? Yes. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> oh. oh. So what do you? So do you now take yourself out of those family situations, or you're trying to be cool with it? No, I try to be cool with it, but they're they're not together anymore now. They left about six months ago. So. Oh, that's upsetting, right. isn't it, Aaron? I'm sure you were devastated uh, for them. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I love the bitterness is still there. <laughs> Hello, Sarah. Hi. How you doing? Good, honey. What happened? Uh, so I have a girlfriend from high school who uh, fell in love with this guy, um, had two children, um, and then the marriage kind of broke apart. Mm. She followed up with um, a couple of years later with her his brother, and they're married. <laughs> yeah. Wow. They're married, and um, they've got another child together. So they're mm. happy, but um, wow. with family functions it's and school, like you've got – a half-brother cousin. And, I don't yeah. know. It's like Jerry yeah. Springer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're, I, like, we love her and we're all of us. We're like, but we just can't understand it. It's just like, whoa. <laughs> no, that's hard oh, to get your head around I mean, she one. has a type. She likes a certain family, but. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> How do you recover? And like, yeah, you don't, like they have family dinners together and they're all there and it's just... Everyone shares kids and DNA, you know, one big happy family. <laughs> wow. Jeez. All right. Uh, Holly, is it weird at your family functions because you've been with your brother's wife? <laughs> no. It isn't. I it just really cuddled you everyone. Were, you were like... <laughs> we just all cuddled. Your sister-in-law was also your girlfriend. So that yes. was like weird. Yeah, That's that a, was... Yeah, I mean, um, how does that even... What's wrong now? with you? 16 years. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We, we went out for six months. We were over it. You get over it. Stop bringing it up. <laughs> we'll see you after this. Right now, though, we are going to free our minds because joining us now, the one, the only, Dr. Carl. Oh, good morning, Dr. Carl. Dr. Carl. Dr. Carl. Oh, Dr. Carl, first of all, I'm sorry we're not in the studio with you. Oh, you let the audience know that we've pierced yeah. yeah. the fourth wall. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. It's all we tell the truth. Here. Oh, yeah, my God, you guys are so rad and out there. You probably oh, man. cut a stick on real. the DF, man. <laughs> We're real, dude. <laughs> now, Dr. Carl, you've got another book out. I believe it is your 40th. Number 40, but I'm writing 41 and 42 at the moment. Of course Good you on are. you. I would expect nothing less. It's called yeah. The Doctor. And straight off the bat, I have a question I've been wanting to ask you for so oh, long. Thank you so much. Lay it on me, Dr. M. Well, oh, you call me Dr. M. Hulls? Yes. Oh, so good. You know I'm not a real doctor because I don't have a PhD. Doesn't matter. I'm only You're a medical a... doctor. Only? I went yeah. to medical oh. school, whatever. So that doesn't count in the real... Anyway, Dr. M, lay it on me. 
Dr. Carl, why I am I can get a mosquito bite. I would get one in Antarctica because mozzies find me. I'm a homing beacon for them, and I need to know why I get bitten and why my husband has never had a mozzie bite in his life. Okay, and when you get bitten, do you have either only the minor response of just a little tiny bit of blood or a little bit of a rash or like a big hivey thing the size of a playing card? No, I just get the bites and a little bit, like the first one. Ah, okay. So what happens is that, number one, mosquitoes are attracted to humans by carbon dioxide because they're thinking, I'm female, I've got babies, I want to feed them. Who's mm-hmm. going to give me some blood? Somebody breathing out carbon dioxide. So the bigger you are, the more um, carbon dioxide you emit. Then when they get closer, they'll say, who's most attractive? And then they go for various smells, some of most of which we do not understand. Mm-hmm. And you might have a chance of making yourself more unattractive to mosquitoes by completely changing your diet. So if you love Vietnamese mm-hmm. food, Go for Mediterranean, Mediterranean, go for Chinese, whatever it is, try changing it. You've got a small chance of making yourself unattractive, but basically, you're a mozzie magnet. Yes. Um, now, the thing is that you're aware of that. So, that's good. So, when you go to a country mm. where they have mozzies that carry bad things like mm. dengue, fever, Zika virus, malaria, etc., mm. you then put on all the D. What is the worry is people who wrongly think that they do not get bitten. And therefore, they, when they go to a foreign country, they don't put on the deep, mm. and then they can get bitten and bad things can happen. So, so it's not my blood type or anything, because I always thought it was because I'm an A-negative blood type. There is one of the several thousands of species of mosquitoes for which there is weak evidence that uh, <laughs> blood groups may be it. relevant. But th- that's it. That's a total of it. I'm sorry. The person who knows more about mosquitoes than anybody I've ever known is Cameron Webb from the oh. University of Sydney. You got any questions? He's the dude. I'm, I'm going to find him. I have a question, but Go it's Harley. about poo. Um, yep. So, <laughs> yeah, lay it on me. It's about smells, right? And this is when my child was smaller, a baby with nappies. Yep. I would find that I would change his nappy. Um, it had a certain smell, and then I would go to the toilet for my own time, and it would have the same smell. And I, we had a completely different diet. You know, at that stage, he was wow. on breast milk, and I was eating full meals. Was it like a a sense memory thing. Um, my my nose was just telling me it was the same. Um, or do you not know the answer to that? Why were you sniffing it all though? I don't understand why you were smelling it in the first place. It's pretty hard not to. <laughs> he did a fart once when I was changing his nappy and hit me in the chest with a piece of poo. So I, I ah. <laughs> okay. So firstly, in Germany, the toilet bowls have got a different architecture, and you've got a little uh, flat area where you can oh, inspect yeah. your feces afterwards to make yeah. sure that oh everything's my okay. God, of course, Number Germany two, invented that. Number two, um, most of your food, uh, after it's gone in, does not come out through the back end. Oh. It comes right. out through your mouth. It's carbon dioxide and water. What's coming out of the other end is 50% yeah. water, 45% dead bacteria, and other little bits and pieces. Thirdly, almost certainly, your son was colonised in his gut by the same bacteria that colonise your gut. You see, you've got about 37 wow. trillion cells in your body and slightly more, about 40, sorry, 37 trillion cells and about 40 trillion cells of bacteria in your gut. But the wow. reason that they don't make up half your weight is because they're very small. And when my son was born, um, in a, okay, just a detour, if you did not have these bacteria, you would be two-thirds your weight, 
you'd be eating twice as much and you'd be very sickly with a very weak immune system. You need those bacteria as part of getting energy out of food and also they're part of your immune system. When my son was born, and this is a bit foolish on my part, I got everybody who came in to stick their little finger in his mouth um, with the fingernail down against his tongue and the soft part up against the roof of his mouth. And he, having a good sucking reflex, he just went suck, suck, suck. And now he's two metres tall. So, <laughs> because, so I, I'm reckoning that the same bacteria that colonised your gut yeah. have colonised oh. his gut. So you, you may bacteria. have a partner who feeds the baby back then and the bacteria would have got swapped over and so some would have got into him so that's why there's this similarity in the family dr carl will you hang around to take some calls from australia next i love calls amazing 13 10 60 you guys ask this man anything his new book the doctor is out it's his 40th you can catch dr carl's book signings happening tonight at big w southland qbd doncaster high point on saturday we'll put the times up on facebook but he's here now at your disposal. We'll take your calls next. What an off-air conversation. <laughs> what an off-air conversation. Wow. When you have Dr. Carl in the studio, things get wild. I'll You'll tell you, the last thing know. Harley said was foreskin. <laughs> it's the M. Rossiano radio show with Harley Green. We do have Dr. Carl with us. He has written his 40th book. It's called The Doctor. And he's just going, you know what? I'm going to write about everything. Everything is in this book, Dr. Carl. You're amazing. Now, we've got someone called through. Are you ready to answer questions, Dr. Carl? Lay them on me. Hello, Tracy. Good morning, Dr. Tracy. Oh, Benny, I can't hear her. Yeah, no, oh, no one can hear Tracy. She Hello, didn't finish Tracy. her doctorate. Hello, Tracy. Oh. Um, let's try her again. Hello, Tracy. I'm going to back up question if, yeah. if we're oh, trying to get Tracy really it's not quickly. About, it's but, not about poo again. because No, it's not. Had... I promise it's not. It is. Right. I'd heard it years ago. And when you first started coming on the radio answering questions, this is what I always wanted to call up to ask yeah. uh, because a friend of mine told me, and I've never had it said by you. Other people have confirmed it, but I want you to confirm it. Does hot water freeze quicker than room temperature water? Apparently, full stop. Mpemba, M-P-E-M-B-A, that's Mike Papa Echo, uh, Mike Papa Alpha, who was a student in Nigeria in the 1980s, and the fridge and, and, and the school had absolutely no equipment at all, no science equipment, hardly anything, but it did have a fridge. And so he boiled up some water, and he found that hot water cools to ice faster than room temperature water and it's still not fully understood why and it does it most of the time but not always and we still don't fully understand why so someone explained it like this to me which was just not a scientist what they didn't just... go to the nigerian student 60 no, years ago uh, no oh, okay, i'm not ta- i'm so... not taking those answers then <laughs> well they said that it's when someone's sprinting it's either easier to trip them than it is when someone's walking so all the molecules uh, are very uh, moving very fast in the hot water uh-huh. And so it's easier to stop them. That's not, is that, that's not right. It's good. Maybe that's good you've got raw energy. <laughs> <laughs> the the explanations involve um, getting the hotter water uh, up against the colder air sooner and therefore losing the heat more rapidly. It's still Amazing. poorly understood. The, right. um, but look up Mapemba on Wikipedia. And I, you'll I'm find definitely going to do that. I'm, I won't be able to spell it again, though. Tracy's back. Hi, Trace. Hi, Tracy. Morning. Good morning. Yay. What's your question morning. for Dr. Carl? My question is, uh, every time my husband and son uh, go out into, like, you know, I don't know, anywhere where the sun's out, and they look at the sun, it makes them sneeze. What is that from? And do they sneeze the same number of times on each occasion they go into the sunlight? Uh, No, no, I wouldn't say they do. They just, every time they look at the sun, they sneeze once or twice. No 
three okay. times. Now, this is called the photic reflex, P-H-O-T-I-C reflex. Oh, Look up on Wikipedia. Also called the Archu syndrome, a name that was made up by two Pakistani medical brothers who were doctors in the 1980s Stop it. in Harvard. And um, <laughs> they made up Archu deliberately. Uh, so A means autosomal, which means it's genetic. A-C, that means chromosomally mediated, which is a fancy way of saying genetic. They're really trying hard to get Archu out of it. H... <laughs> means is the Greek for sun, which is helios. Um, A-C-H-O is ophthalmic, meaning you're looking at the sun with your eyes. And the last O is outburst, which is their way of saying sneeze. And it happens to 3% of the population, and it's variable across that 3%. So at the soft end, you've got somebody who has got this sneeze, has been building up for a while, and they're just sick of it. They say, oh, what the hell, I'm sick of it. And they just walk to the sun, they stare at it, and eventually the the sneeze comes out. And then you've got to, at the hard end of the 3%, you've got people who, as soon as they walk outdoors, bang. Seven snow sneezes or four or three or two, always the same number, regular as clockwork, wow. which can be really troubling if you're driving, driving. on a road where yes. there are repeated uh, trees oh. at the side and you're sneezing and your eyes keep on getting shut while you sneeze. Oh. It is genetic. We don't know what causes it. We don't know the pathway. We think it's some sort of cross-wiring. But the sneezing thing then continues even further where there are some people who sneeze when they have a full meal. And now we've found a bunch of people who sneeze whenever they have sex or think of it. (laughs) I would be sneezing a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I would not be allowed on radio. Like, achoo. Oh, well, Bob, you filthy animal. That's enough. Dr. Carl, uh, informant is, as always, I love that you are. Um, you're 68 years old and you're always learning and, and giving knowledge and you're a bloody good man. Thank you so much for blessing us with your presence this morning. Thank you, Dr. M. Your book is called The Doctor. You'll be signing copies of it tonight at Big W Southland, Get Along Melbourne, also at QBD Doncaster and High Point on Saturday. We'll put the times up on our Facebook. You keep on keeping on, Dr. Carl. You're a bloody legend. Oh, you rock. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you soon. See ya. I got a text message and it just, the, the person who sent it to me said it was, their name was outstanding in capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> so I opened the text message up and it said, Video Easy Fairfield, Victoria have closed. For your outstanding balance, please call so-and-so, quote this reference number. First of all, as if, hi, I'm just calling up to see how much money I owe you. But I, I was just, I laughed so hard. I don't think, Harley, I rented a VHS for... A good 10 years. And they're desperate for money because those <laughs> businesses folded so quick. I know, but I, I'm surprised that they stayed uh, uh, open this long. Well yeah. done. I'm being yeah. video still open in good 2016. Yeah. <laughs> but they've closed, sadly enough, for those owners. But I, um, I, I owe money and I yes, got a bit do. nervous. And I asked, well, we got, I asked you guys if you could call up. Yep. Obviously, it's really good radio content too, and we're desperate for things to talk about. So, yes, of <laughs> every day. Um, mm, what else has happened? <laughs> so you've called up to, well, you didn't call up. One of the producers did, as if yeah, you were going to call honest. up. I didn't call you're you're a very busy guy. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm flat out. So you know, so it's, you know how much I owe, but what I want to yep. know is what was I renting that I had to so, keep for so long? Do you want to know money first or films first? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god, films, I'm so films. nervous. All right, what are the two films that I couldn't return because I was so into them? They are so amazing, and I get why you kept them for so long. Oh my god! Um, what if it's so something really first one is is the absolute classic blockbuster, Nomeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
my God, I don't even remember. Oh, my God, what did they do to Shakespeare? Did and, I really? <laughs> and the other one, yeah. which is um, which is sort of leads itself to how long ago you did this, <laughs> is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was a blockbuster back then. Oh, yeah. my God. So yeah, how much I must owe a million dollars, honey? I shrunk the kids was out in like seventy five. Yeah, so what <laughs> sounds like your viewing habits though? <laughs> and the money you owe is because you got a fine initially, yeah. and then it's just it's just accrued more fines. So wait, did I return been... them or do I still have them? So, no, I think you returned them, and it would have oh. been a couple of dollars late fee, which has become forty four dollars. It's not that bad. Forty four bucks over ten years. That's a pretty. It's not bad. Now we know why yeah, VHS stores rate. went out of business. Yeah, their, fines, their, their fines are $44 for a decade late. All right, all right, I'll pay that. That's fine. We're just talking about how I found out I owed $44 to a video shop. Big uh, fine. Big, huge fine. Because I borrowed Honey, I Shrunk the Kids for some unknown reason 10 years ago. <laughs> and we've had a call in. Anthony, hello. Hi, I'm How you going? Good, honey. You owe more than I do. Yeah, you think that's bad. I owed them 1500 Hundred dollars. Wow! You can what? buy a video store for that. <laughs> no, no, no. Why do you owe them so much? Well, they closed down, and I just got a letter in the mail. It was like, "Hey, guy, hey, um, yeah, give us fifteen hundred dollars because you borrowed two Harry Potter movies, and you've still got it." <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. I love it. I love it. it was Harry Potter? Thanks, Anthony. Bucks. I know. Jeez, I don't understand how that would work. I don't no. even get that. Uh, look, we do, of course, love to be across pop culture at this station. And yes, we, do. Um, we, we thought maybe instead of doing Get to Know Harley Breen, who the hell is Harley Breen? We would give the guy who grew up in a religious cult in the 90s um, a segment on gossip. So it's time for this. This is Green Bear Dumb That. Harley wow. Breen. Go for Strap it. Strap yourselves in, trendsetters, because this is big news. <laughs> Two words. Posh and Bex. Massive news out of holy crap, I can't believe I'm talking about this land. Posh and Bex (laughs) are feeling marital tension and may have separated. (gasps) Pause for breath. The power couple, made up of a high-pitched, vacuous glamour model and former Spice Girl Victoria Beckham, have reportedly been struggling for months. (laughs) OK Magazine are the only publication going with the story, so it's deaf true for show. Beckham has been seen relaxing with a wine on a balcony and breathing out, which is what has ignited the rumours. That is clearly a sign his relationship is on the rocks. Everyone knows the saying, red wine life, no happy wife. (laughs) Bex has been picking the kids up from school and Posh has apparently been working heaps. And that's not how gender works. So that relationship needs to end. Apparently, she works so much... She takes her phone to the toilet to send emails. This is information that came from one of her shit friends. Mind your own business, Cheryl. But seriously, her phone in the toilet? What parent would ever do that? What a horrible woman. The pressure is mounting from outside judgy jerks for Posh to put down the phone and pick up parenting duties because she's a woman's, and that's what they do. (laughs) Well, I don't even know where I'm up to now. <laughs> right. Oh, they're children. That's right. Their children, bank, soccer ball, and public endorsement, are being protected from the rumours at this stage because they can't read. Posh and, Be- 
Bosch and Beggs, we hope you sort it out or just keep going. It sounds like David is enjoying having a relax and spending more time with the kids, and Posh's business is going very well. Good for you guys. <laughs> Yes, that was an, the first and one of many editions of. Sure, yeah. Oh, play the thing, Ben. Play uh, his yep, thing yep, again. Yep, yeah, yep. play that thing. That was very good. Very fun. This is Green Bear Dumb That. Well done. We'll be back straight after this, you guys. Uh, this has been yeah. the M. Rossiano Radio Show with Harley Breen. Uh, yes, we it are has. about to wrap the show up, Hals. And congratulations, we did one week. We did it! Yay! Yay! So, obviously, we want to get better. We've got to improve. And the only way to get better is to receive feedback. And mm. we were alerted to some feedback. Christian Hull, who is our social media queen, said that. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Harley, that he had some feedback from listeners who had commented on the social medias of all the hit networks and he wanted to share it with us. I sure did. Uh, just yeah. quickly a bit of feedback from the producing team. By far, this is our favourite day because you're both not in Melbourne, which is where we're based. <laughs> That's <laughs> just your feedback, Christian. Don't say it's on behalf of the team. It's just yours. No, it's definitely the team. Okay, Don't get so some new underpants. I'm going to start with the top comment from all social media. It yep. came from Tegan Jones. Big shout out to Tegan Jones. <clears throat> I hope Christian makes more regular appearances. That guy's fantastic. <laughs> and he got four likes. And then Tiff Watkins replied, yes. <laughs> Are they both just two of your social media No, I don't handles? know them at all, actually. So. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. So then we posted a video about M uh, going on about how she called the police because you thought um, your daughter was missing. Yes. And Jen writes, oh, sounds like her kid just needed time away from her overbearing mother. I don't blame her. <laughs> Listened this morning, and I was trying to escape the moving vehicle I was in. Wow. Big fan. Big fan happy, of the show. Happy person. Wow. Yep. Hope oh, you just, keep trying Jen. to get out of that Look, moving there were, vehicle. There were, there were ones of positive comments, but yeah. um, I've just, <laughs> just picked the ones constructive. Yeah. Keep going. Okay, so then uh, there was a video of M dancing um, up against, well, sort of on a podium. Yeah. During a song. Yeah. Um, and Tim writes, oh, well, now we know how M got her breakfast radio job. Which I think is in refer- uh, How your, rude. your drops and your, your hip that movements. That is rude. But, but then he included the hashtag talentless hack. Oh, oh man. Wow. Get that guy's contact details because I'm coming down hard. I'll show I, him a dance move. I uh, also, on I, that video, though, because um, uh, I was I featured in that video, so Alison wrote <laughs> two laughing emojis, Christian. Oh. And that got four likes. I feel like I'm not talentless. Like, <laughs> I'm really good at, you know, like getting dressed. I, mean, I put together a mean outfit. I mean, just say yeah. someone's talentless. All right. Well, oh. I may. Uh, thanks, Christian. I'm nervous no, about this next one. <coughs> no, this um, is uplifting, buddy. The first oh, video we ever posted uh, before we even went to air was um, of your wonderful marketing photo, which featured um, <laughs> an unphotoshopped Emerciano. Um, and Leanne wrote, beautifully natural, no photoshopping needed. To which Luke replied, Oh, I thought you were a boy in a dress. Photoshopping much needed. <laughs> Thank you, Australia, for all your love. Um, <laughs> Can't wait for uh, next week. That's, that's... Hey, but there has been some love there. Oh, well. it's we fine. We just want to focus on it. No, it's, it's fine. I'm just, I'm just going to go and um, eat sad bacon.
Uh, <laughs> We've had so much fun, Australia. It's been Yay! really great. Thanks, you guys. No, seriously, it's been a great week. Uh, you can catch Harley Breen at the store in Sydney tonight. And you I, can catch M. Ruggiano in Sydney tonight at the beautiful Enmore Theatre. That's right. Tickets at my website, mruggiano.com.au. We want to thank the team. We want to thank Mitch, Max, Caitlin, Sarah, Christian, Boo, Benny on <laughs> Buttons, Harley Breen, you're a dream. Uh, we'll catch everyone on Monday. Thanks, guys. Bye. See you.